0: everybody to the spawn on the podcast this is episode 105 i'm here with your peoples that you hang with every week my friend my man my mellow the smooth kind of fellow that dude from the other side of Bracago. cicero bartholomew Jigawatt holmes how are you sir
1: <laughs> five 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 i have no rhyme to five i don't know why i'm alive i can't keep on doing this wow. this is crazy ass you job. sound
2: like the wow. oldest man right now <laughs> yes. you sound wow. like you're like right. 80 years
0: old yeah. basketball you are like, is my favorite sport it's, it's like <laughs> it's like you are the like third extra in the in the bizarro version <laughs> of beat street right.
1: what what the fuck was that i don't know so i was going through my head of <laughs> oh that's the first that, problem right exactly exactly it's a scary place people um but but I was going through my head of rhymes that I could use that use 5 or countdowns. Uh-huh. And then I just had a brain fart. I was just yeah, I was I, sitting there like I like turtles and, and I just came up <laughs> I just ow. spit my hot I'm, four I'm and really a half.
2: shocked that like you didn't use the LL DMX.
1: Yeah, uh, you know what canvas? I'm saying
0: 54321. Yeah, blah, blah, blah.
1: I, yeah, I know. I know, son. Right. I, that's Don't. what I'm saying. It was like it was all going through my head at the same time. I'm in a time paradox.
0: Here we oh here God. we go folks, the, here, here's our first PSA of, of episode 105, don't rhyme and drive kids, right. don't rhyme and drive, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, and, and the other man from the other side of Ricago, we have the man who makes gaming looks good, we have Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com, how are you sir?
2: What's up y'all, I'm so happy because I got a bag of ruffles with me and ruffles are incredible chips because the word ruffles is just so fun to say yes especially when, especially when you're eating said chips if you try to say ruffles with a mouthful of chips i feel like that's the only way to really say it oh. ruffles ruffles it's great they have it's ridges they got ridges. Ruffles, yo, Ruffles ridges. are like, I mean, you ever got to get all these fancy skinny and uh, chips
0: and jalapeno, uh,
3: sour
0: dope, the cream? The dumb thing about Ruffles yeah. is it also sounds like it could be like a hood gang name. <laughs> it's like, yo, when oh, Ruffles, Ruffles went away, when Ruffles went away. Oh. Ruffles, yo. yeah,
1: Where's oh. Ruffles at? He down south.
0: Yo, Ruffles. So, like, <laughs> could have I,
1: like a a
4: re- I thought it was like a Star Trek alien where it's right. like, oh, who are we fighting this week? Oh, the, right. the Ruffles. The Ruffles. They look very cute, but oh, you don't want to know what
0: they'll do. Yep.
2: N- n- new faction in the division, the Ruffles. Oh, shit. The Ruffles. We're going to oh find God. them. The Ruffles.
0: Oh that, oh, that would be perfect.
2: That would be like the
0: best <laughs> be, Warriors game. Who would the gang. Ruffles be
4: in the division? What, what offensive thing could they ensure that the Ruffles represent? Maybe like, oh. maybe like the immigrants from like Ellis Island. And be they, like, would oh, be, finally. they would all, they would oh my all goodness. be bodega
1: owners. <laughs> that were tired, oh my goodness. Of, tired of their, their uh, places being looted and they are oh. fighting back
4: and they would have their cats as weapons. Yes, oh,
1: that, yes.
2: Upon yes. that so that wonderful fourth fourth voice that uh that like you guys heard um he is an expert on the people who would have ruffles the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is uh, a co-founder of uh Polygon, awesome awesome site. Um current um editor at The Verge uh and that's how most people know them. However, I have some other ways. I know Mr., uh, well, well, I won't say his name yet, but he, he is uh, the one that for some reason we couldn't find each other at GDC, even though we were probably in the same room like 15 times. <laughs> oh, no,
4: we were, and somebody iced me out. Yes. Oh, oh no. no. I, I, I saw you across the room, and somebody beelined. I'm going to believe to the bathroom. There was like a little bit of the of ruffles were going on in your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they blinded you.
2: Look, don't stop a man when he's ruffling. Don't do it. Um, also also known as the man that was signed on to be in the uh, WrestleMania uh, Battle Royal until he was displaced at the last minute by one Shaquille O'Neal. That's
4: true. Um, this, is, this is 100% fact. Yeah. This is along with the rest of pro wrestling. This,
2: this is Chris Defer Thomas Plant. How are you doing, sir? Wow.
4: I am good. Thank you for having me on on this this holy event that I am participating <laughs> in. Man, yeah, I enjoy I, communion of alcohol with you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, yes. I feel
2: like I have to use your middle name because I tried googling
0: Chris Plant.
4: Oh no, oh, no, yeah, that's real bad. He's dude. a bad man. Wait. He's okay. Explain, because I
0: because I don't I didn't I don't know what this means. Tell uh, me things. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you
4: gave me uh, rules before this uh, right. that this man has broken. Right. Uh, I, I will start there. He is a uh, a fierce conservative, former journalist, current. Um, I would say like somebody who is like, hey, you know what? That Rush Limbaugh, he's like too soft.
1: Right. Oh. What if I went hard?
4: And he, he's like displaced from any city he goes to. Like he the craziest thing, I'm from Kansas City originally. And he showed up there a few years ago and like took over the town. Chris Plant was there and all my friends are like, yo, I is that you on the radio? And no. I'm not forty five and hateful. Like that's not my role. So now if you Google Chris Plant, you see two things. You see that and you see the time that I talked poorly. About a scientist who wore like a repulsive, sexy shirt. Oh uh, yeah, had a comet thing, and oh man, did that ever
0: really that went over? over that well. uh, went over pretty well. That went over pretty well on the internet. Oh yeah, they were totally okay with
4: it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the person who designed that shirt, who everybody was defending, uh, then went on to design a shirt, an entire costume based off of the Gamergate mascot.
2: Oh what?
4: Yeah. So oh. I mean
2: fantastic
1: this go. guy this guy is also now the wardrobe manager for Chris Plant yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the other Chris Plant let's be clear the other uh, the other Chris Plant oh, this, Chris is, like the, this uh, is like
2: the evil the doppelganger Chris Plant like I feel like you guys need to meet <laughs> He's and my cause bizarro. like a singularity
3: right. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah, right. well, Zack yeah, well, Snyder movie right
2: <laughs> no, yes. what, what, no what was the name of that movie where um oh, what was it called The One I think well, gently- where like yeah, w- yes, where Jet like Lee a Jet Li just like kept, like he traveled to like different multiverses mm-hmm. to like kill other Jet Li's. Yes.
1: And then at the, and then at the end, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, sense. he just kept fighting fighting more Jet Li's on a mountain of Jet Li's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that all makes sense. One. It was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Chris. It was a wonderful time having <laughs> right. you.
4: Well, I'll see y'all later. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, so, so you've been up to a lot of things of late. You have been doing, you've been doing uh, some really dope articles on Verge. Um, Some of the stuff that I've been really digging has been uh, some of the VR stuff that you've been talking about with all the VR things that have been coming out. Um, And you also went to something that most people don't go to who aren't privy to the wrestling world. You got a chance to go to WrestleMania this year. Yeah. I need to know, like, I, I've read a little bit of, of the pre-you going and a little bit of the post-you going, but I, I really sure. just want to know, what was it like to go to that spectacle?
4: Um, I'll give it to you in two parts. I'll try to make it quick. So we, we went actually a day early because we heard that there was an underground wrestling show that we needed <laughs> to go to from mm. a source. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and it, it, it was great. Like, it was in this, like, crappy Dallas, I guess, like, nightclub slash, like, line dancing hall, which <laughs> I guess is every venue in Dallas, essentially. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm new to Texas. Austin's great. Dallas is every image that you have of Texas where they're like, hey, you know what would make this building look better? A flag and an eagle
3: yep. stenciled onto it. Same flag and
4: eagle stenciled onto that building across the street. But who cares? Nobody'll notice. so give us money. Uh, but anyway, we went in. We went to this thing, and like this was people who, for whatever reason, were not in WWE. Politics is what I was told. Whatever mm. that means. <laughs> but they like beat the actual snot out of each other. Like wow. we got some blood. People were people were doing very dangerous things. There was a like it, it, the the venue was made to look like inside of a city or a town, and <laughs> there was an awning, and two dudes went and fought on the awning, and then did moon salts off the awning into oh. the audience. It it was like properly insane. <laughs> so then like at this point I'm like wow my expectations are. Through the roof. Like, this is this is indie stuff. Like, I'm going to go to WrestleMania, the mm-hmm. Super Bowl of this, and it's going to be amazing. Right. And we get there, and it's kind of like outside, like an ICP concert is how I <laughs> Maybe, like, the crowd that we were near most of the time. There were a lot of great wrestling fans. We happened to be in a very strange area. Um, <laughs> and we... They didn't hire enough people to get people inside, so we had to wait online forever. And then we get in, and it is it's straight up Snowpiercer. Like right. we oh, we're shit. in the back car, and like people are like eating each other. Like <laughs> uh, and, like ones like a person is throwing their child to safety because they know they won't make it. Right. And then, like we we had we had silver tier tickets, which right. silver is I don't know if you like know like stadium lingo. Silver right. is like. Super slightly above everything else right. there's there are many metals it turns out that are above <laughs> silver that <you> <laughs> right. but we took an elevator to silver level and and like like i said full snow piercer it suddenly gets quiet and the doors open and people are like welcome <laughs> silver level." there's a store oh, and no one's in it like we're in a stadium a hundred thousand people and i just like walk in and they're like would you like to try on any of these shirts? I'm like, Wait, are you gonna what? like put it what? on me? There's like six of you here. <laughs> like, what's going on? And then we go and sit. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh man, our seats must be really good. And it, it literally, ants have looked closer and larger <laughs> to me in my life. And these it, like dots are just kind of bashing up against each other. And oh. th- then there's a the giant TV, and you just end up watching the TV because like right. you're not gonna watch dots hit each yeah. other, right? There's no joy in that. So <laughs> essentially, I watched pro wrestling with a hundred thousand people in a very large living room. That would be wow. that would be my review.
0: Oh my god! I mean, because I I have friends who go every year, right? Every so they year, go every, I have I have a, I have a, I have a very close Wrong friend who is at my who is <laughs> friends new new people in your life, right? <laughs> and they love wrestling. They we we I mean, we've grown up with wrestling. We have been watching this stuff for a very very long time. I've kind of fallen in and out of it from time to time it's it's kind of pulled me back a little bit but not not to the full extent of me running around mm-hmm. in my underwear striking poses but yeah. well i do that anyway but <laughs> it's it's it, it was one of those things where she is always going she's like brings her child now wow. and it's and it's, it's like a tradition for her where they go every year but they really don't get good seats it's just to be there yeah, I, I can. Energy. I
4: can respect that. I I, I get it. if you're going every year. There's a ton of events around it, and mm-hmm. like I only went to one of them, and I kind of think that's what really you're going for. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of like going to PAX, right? Like, PAX itself, you're not really there to play the games. Like right, maybe right. you're gonna wait <laughs> online for like four hours and try like what two K game they decide to roll out. <laughs> uh, but really, you're there to hang out with friends and be around like like minded people, and and. And it, it, it's, it's the vacation that you can look forward to. Hmm. Uh, but since I don't have many pro wrestling fans <laughs> and and I don't know the lyrics to magnets, how do they work? Uh, oh, man. I sadly, <laughs> did, did not have much to bond over. You know, oh. we
2: really invited you here because we thought you had some ICP lyrics to share
1: right Uh, you know what
4: i i the reason i don't know any icp is because the first girl that i ever like as a child like i was like oh i'm gonna pursue this person i I want this person in my life i I would like a girlfriend now please uh (laughs) she lived on the cul-de-sac in my neighborhood and one day on the school bus she was like hey you know what you should come over after they drop you off and i was like Yes, this is the best idea ever. And I I get over there, and I, like, of course, bring, like, my friend, because I'm like, no way am I going alone. (laughs) And I go over there, and this girl and her friend are there listening to ICP. (laughs) And I'm like, I guess this is cool now. I guess I like ICP now. And sure enough, like, the second I sit down, they're, like, they're dancing. And we are, like, 12. and. The door flies open, and her father is there with his shirt off. Apparently, he was, like, (laughs) mowing the lawn, and I was not (laughs) notified. And he just starts screaming, and I run out the back door. I do not involve myself with this person ever again, nor the music of ICP. (laughs) I'm sharing way too much
0: with you. You've been traumatized That is a
3: great
2: story. That was a great. Story.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I can I can tell you the one time I split my pants dancing to uh, L.O. Cool J's uh, Jingling Baby at a party, but that would be a whole whoa,
3: whole
0: <laughs> oh. whoa. <laughs> I mean were you trying to do a split? I to do a split? I try I was the one person who tried to do a split and couldn't get up. Oh. And I did a split in the middle of a party trying mm-hmm. to impress a girl. Oh. Split split my butt hugger jean pants. <laughs> And 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 was embarrassed for years. Oh, to that come. sounds great. Years to come.
2: And you say anyway. New York City? Wow, yeah, basically. Um,
0: that's that's the that, that's the DLC in the division. Is how you get out of the butt yeah. your pants and not so, and not lose your mind.
2: So, like, I'm gonna do our intentional transition from ICP back to Polygon. <laughs> um, so, um, as I said in the uh, intro, you know, you helped co-found. Uh, Polygon which is the Verge's uh video game centered uh site uh part of Vox um site that I've always loved um we've definitely featured a lot of uh articles you know from uh Polygon um in our article so, summaries here um I know you wrote a um article on your Tumblr at the end of like last year saying like how like you know like like uh, you kind of felt that you needed to to transition onto the Verge that like you kind of you know like it kind of it, it 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 like went its course, I guess. Um, in in terms of like writing like the six years of of uh, games. Um, so like when like you look back on it, like um, what what are some of the things that like you're the most proud of with um, Polygon? And like, did did you expect it to get as big as it is now?
4: Um, yes, I would say to, to those <laughs> things. Uh, oh yeah. Did, to, to did I expect it to get this big? Um, yeah, I did. I I. I Before I started there, I was freelancing. I I I I, I started a place called UGO, and then I went to like these Hearst properties, and then I worked for a thing called the Daily, which was News Corp's like (laughs) ill-advised iPad (laughs) paper. That
0: oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and
4: I was actually a tech reporter there, Um, and then I. Did every games magazine, which I, I would I would name any of them, but they're all gone. They all died. Oh. Half of them did not pay me before they died. <laughs> uh, and and then yeah, I, I I had kind of some choices, and I I went with Polygon because I just I loved everyone involved.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and in my head it was like, if these people are involved in this thing and they're going to seek out more talent. And I know that these people have like the ability to find talent, then this thing's going to be great. Mm. So it it just seemed like natural to me that it would do well. I I had no idea what it would look like. I mean, I'm amazed by what it is today. Like that, the best thing about like not being there is that I get to read it and being able to read something that like you still have that like love for is uh, man, it, it really is like the best feeling. Um, in terms of, like, stuff that I enjoyed uh, when I was there, I-, I wrote a feature on the making of the Street Fighter movie that <laughs> I'm, like, weirdly yeah, proud of. Uh, if you want to know about, like, John Codd Pandam's <clears throat> drug problems and pursuit of uh, Kylie Minogue, I recommend you read that. <laughs> um, and uh, I-, I-, I think the thing I'm most proud of is I feel like I really hounded, uh, sadly, specifically 2K games. Uh, but I, I found a beat there and I wrote about kind of the problems that went behind the XCOM first-person shooter that became mm-hmm. a third-person shooter right. and wrote uh, excessively about irrational games and what was happening there mm. and had the story of... How it collapsed, I think, within mm-hmm. the week of when it shut down, and like that, I it's weird. I I don't really talk about my work a lot, so I feel very weird saying it. But like, <laughs> I people complain about video games journalism not having journalism,
3: <laughs> uh, right, 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 and, right, and right. I
4: that drives me nuts because like there is so much good reporting, and the reality is, as someone who sees the numbers, people don't read it, like. Right. That's the problem. It's not that it's not out there. It's right. that if you uh, – today I wrote, like, some dumb thing where I, I <laughs> talked about why the Star Destroyer was white in, uh, <laughs> in Rogue One. Because my theory is that it was freshly painted, and then it turns gray from space dust. Uh, makes a lot of sense, right? Yes. That piece got more readership and, oh, and weirdly yeah. enough, praise than probably, like, any single piece of reporting I've ever done on video games. Uh, Yeah. And that's like that. I I think that was like when I when I left Polygon. I'm now starting to do a little bit more game stuff. But I think I was burnt out on making uh, sacrifices both in terms of my life, in terms of how much time I was putting into it Mm. and how much hate I was getting from things like Gamergate at that point. I mean, Mm. I, I was getting threatened with swatting and having to like call. The oh cops Lord. and oh and having to deal with that. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. I hope not. But I wrote a piece that said something to the effect of, like, we have to stop telling uh, people we're going to kill them. And I wrote it the same oh, week yeah. as the right. initial Gamergate thing. So I'm one of the six people who said that right. video games need to die. Uh, so, yeah, that was a whole thing. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and then also, like, because I did that writing, I wrote about that stuff. I also wrote about uh, Idos and the stuff that was happening on Thief. And I was mm-hmm. getting to the point where, like, I was just blacklisted everywhere. <laughs> um, and, like, Kotaku, I, I admire, actually, how they they recently spoke out about about being blacklisted. Mm-hmm. But there are yeah. these, like, there still are very much these, I guess I'd call them soft blacklists, where it's like, hey, we would really like for polygon to come and uh see our game Uh, unless it's chris then like no then just don't come
2: wow oh
4: wow yeah and and i won't say like specifically who that was i I will say it wasn't 2k um so when that's like not even the people that i was like writing the most about you get to this point where it's like okay what do i do (laughs) like like I, i i feel largely disconnected from this Uh, And now, like, having a year and some change away from it, I feel like it's kind of cooled down. And also, I I think what's – sorry, I'm just rambling, but what I really love about where video games writing is right now is I feel like this has happened to a lot more people. And PR is like, we don't need games journalists. And then, like, games journalists are like, oh, yeah, well, if you're not going to, like, work with us, this only motivates us to start, like, doing hard investigation. Right. And, like, start doing our job. Right. Uh, and I, I feel like we're we re- really the beginning of like this new renaissance of serious games reporting, because of this reality. Because the press is, I think, being kind of cut off from PR for the better. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I only think better things will come from that. That so, was a long so, walk, small glass of water. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. That's that's actually perfect because I was having a conversation. Excuse me, <clears throat> I was having a conversation with someone earlier today, and we were talking about um our show and and they're they're fans of our show and they're like hey you know we see that you guys are not able to kind of get into places because you guys are doing what we would think is kind of smarter work right in comparison to other podcasts and other other content creators who are doing stuff that it's not necessarily as smart um and it's interesting because you kind of touched on it and what you when you were talking about like there's really hard hitting stuff out there but people don't necessarily want to consume that content and hey Pretty Star Destroyer is gray. Oh, it's white. Look at that really quick and it's easy. Have you found that that's a thing that yourself and other journalists, seeing that this is kind of the new way that we're mixing streamers and we're mixing other content creators and we're doing a whole bunch of other uh, mediums and formats coming into the space, that it's it's diluting the ability for people who want to do this kind of journalism to have their stuff kind of bubble up in good places and have their stuff kind of shown in a, in a good in a good light? Do consumers actually really want it?
4: I'm I'm really torn. I my gut is that the demand is actually maybe higher now than it's ever been, but mm-hmm. the the supply is like way too much. There's mm-hmm. just there's so many options that even finding it is absurd. And and I think of like you think back to the newspapers, right? Mm-hmm. And when you had the option of like where are you going to get your news? I don't know. 30 years ago, you probably had maybe two local newspapers if you were lucky, and then you had maybe USA today and if you lived like in a city, the New York Times or the Washington Post maybe. Right, so right. you had very few options. And on top of that, if somebody bought your paper, they were paying for all the good stuff even if they were mm. only going to read the comics. Right. So in and, and there was no like we have heat maps on our site to show, like, find out yeah. how far down people looked, or like yeah. where they looked. You know, like the metrics are so insane for better and for worse. Where in the past you could just be like, "Yeah, of course people read the really important thing." We're getting so much feedback for it, right. and, and and not actually realize like, no, like ninety five percent of the people who bought a newspaper bought it because they felt like pressured to because. They need to have it on their doorstep so they don't look stupid to all their neighbors. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, I, I, that's, that's and, and that's still partly how it is today. Like, the best stuff is often subsidized by, like, the lowest common denominator stuff. I mean, that's, look at BuzzFeed. They're, right. they're not mm-hmm. hiding right. that. They get, what, like 4 billion views on how to make a cat-shaped cookie on Facebook, and that subsidizes oh. really great reporting.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy that's why you see all the lists out there yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's true that's true it's true
4: yeah it's it, i i think i i i think it's overall a good time to be uh in this business uh compared to like i i, I get well, uh, let me let me cushion that it's a good time because like if you want, I mean, this show exists, right? I, right. I'm not saying that y- y'all make, like, a gajillion dollars for this show. It would be great <laughs> if, like, really great stuff made money. But the right. fact is, like, in the past, great stuff just didn't even get to exist. Mm. Like, straight up, it just wasn't around. Right. Or, like, it was around, and it was, like, a thing that you put on a cassette tape and hand it out <laughs> to your friends. Right. <laughs> right. And, right. And, and, right. And we, like, no one even heard of it. So nobody really minded that. Well, now I think there's an assumption of like, wow, there's the capacity to make money off of what I do. Mm -hmm. So I should make money off of what I do. Well, in the past, if you want to do something like this, it was like you understood doing anything, really. Unless you worked at a major newspaper like this is my passion. If I wanted to write about news and I lived in Kansas City 30 years ago, I worked at a newspaper and I made nothing but yeah, but you you're you okay with it. Yeah, it was my right. passion. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's better or worse. But like, my hope is that by like shows like y'all's existing, or and, and just a bounty of I think smarter pieces that we're creating a a listenership and viewership and readership that in ten years is going to be so much more enlightened and impassioned mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that that the people younger than us are gonna like be able to like do good things and make money at the same time, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. and and they will like hopefully thank us. And <laughs> but I, I no don't know.
0: They'll, they'll they'll talk they'll talk <laughs> shit about us they'll on, their Twitch, on their, their Twitch streams.
3: streams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All like, these old like, people. With, in their VR, it'll just be a lot of cane emojis when we walk <laughs> up into the chat, right? Oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Awesome,
3: yeah,
2: the, yeah. So, so, so I want to take another angle on the uh, on the journalism part. So, like, one thing that we talk a lot about here, and I guess that we feel in general, is that a lot of gaming journalism tends to be pretty cynical, like, it tends to focus yeah. more on what's wrong with the industry and what's wrong with games, and like, sort of like, you know, because. You know, as somebody that sees the numbers, I'm sure that you probably see that that's what gets the hits usually is the controversial stuff. And <laughs> you want to know the great stuff. irony is that huh. it's
4: actually the opposite. Really, oh. uh, it, it's the opposite. If you're good, uh, huh. sh- that's that's attacking some very <laughs> close friends. Uh, but <laughs> wow, uh, but, but if if you're good at positivity, and and there's a, a number of uh, reports on this, and there's plenty of data. On Facebook, which is where most website traffic comes from, at 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 this scale, positivity does better by a landslide. I mean, That's it it destroys. I would have never thought
3: that.
0: I uh, never thought that.
4: Yeah, and the the negativity, I think it's reliable for like a quick hit. Like right. negativity is like a drug. Like you you just get into it, and it's so easy to. Be critical. It's we are like. I mean, people hear the word criticism and they think of it as a negative, which is like mm-hmm. it's really depressing. Criticism is a thing that I, in my opinion, is a thing that helps you enjoy things more. Like at right. its best, sure, it, right. it, it, it's it's educating you on to what's going on that you're not going to notice with a single viewing or, or playthrough. Um, but I think that's really hard, right? To to be able to educate someone on why something, on why they're missing something when they already like the thing,
3: mm-hmm.
4: that's that's like that's tough because right. you yeah. need to know you need to know the history of it. You need to have experiences outside of video games to be able to pull into them. You have to have the thing that they don't have, hmm. but like everybody in video games has that critical bone. Everybody knows when a game doesn't work. Like right. we have Gap if we want that. Like right. they'll <laughs> let us know. Right. Um, so I yeah I. I I think I think it's a bummer that it it's so cynical but I I also think like when you report on something day after day after day and you have to say something day after day after day I, I've been there like right yeah that that's that's hard and it's hard not to carry your feelings just in life into your creative output when sure. you are writing what 1500 2500 words a day
2: right yeah, yeah. yeah. so so is is that what's really helped your work to remain, sort of like you know, kind of like light and fun? Because you know that that really, if you're good, that the numbers will be there. The, that like you don't feel that pressure that, oh, oh, like I have to be super negative or say something controversial to bring the numbers.
3: Um,
4: I don't know. I I I will think about like my statistics as as a writer on the internet (laughs) a lot as i think like a baseball player would right or i don't know but at the same time like i get i i i come from like like, Bane. Like, I was born in, in, in the darkness <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs> uh, of the internet. I, I worked at a place called UGO, and they, like, made, like, Howard Stern babe galleries. Oh, And, like, yeah. I would have to code these for people into XML. And, like, load it. And I got in trouble because I wrote, like, a diary, essentially, in the metadata about how I hated myself and how embarrassing this was. Oh, shit. But I didn't understand how metadata works. So when you (laughs) search for the babe galleries, the Google (laughs) thing would be, like, I feel bad for this woman. I don't think that she was paid enough. In fact, I know she wasn't. And and they're like, Chris, you are going to get fired. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I, 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 I know how bleak it can be. I guess uh, the, the rule that I live by is, like, I try to get fired every day. Like, I try to write something <laughs> really stupid every day. And, and that's kind of been, like, I think what, what gets me through a life of writing on the internet. Like, really find something to say that you believe that, like, <laughs> is not deeply offensive. But that, like, <laughs> it, it's such a weird belief that you think is just yours that, like, by publishing it, it might get you fired. Huh. And, and like mm. when when I can find those things, that's when I, I like I just feel like I really click with the readers. When I started at Verge, all I did was write about how like stupid the iPhone was and how big it was and how all I do like I dropped on my face and almost broke my nose. And they're like, Why would you publish this? Like this is you look you sound like an idiot. And then I published it and everybody's like, Yeah man, I drop that phone on my nose all the time. It's like of course you do. It's it's too big. You don't need it. It's too big you should be embarrassed for yourself (laughs) and and like I I I think there's like this like wealth like uh the ooze in Ghostbusters 2 Uh that's running beneath everything that everybody feels these things and nobody writes about them because they're afraid of sounding stupid or getting fired and like that that is my editorial reserve from which I dig rather than like oh is this positive or negative it's just like what the hell is this <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess Chris the, the question that I have is what have you what did you take from your days at polygon and and your your days as a uh, and your years and experience as a games <laughs> writer and editor and bring over to the verge because a lot of the time that you spend like you said um, you spend a lot of your time talking about the fucking color of star destroyers and, yeah. and uh, you know how bleak a, the Zootopia documentary, the alt documentary on uh, Zootopia <laughs> was. So, uh, so yeah, that was know, what... rough. Right. <laughs> they were really polite in that documentary. And they're like, Hey, you know what? Maybe in
4: this thing where you're like calling different races, predator and prey, don't put a collar on people. Right. <laughs> like maybe that's bad. <laughs>
3: Like that—that
4: that was so bad that I was like, "Why did they put this in a public documentary? Right. Like, people are gonna have to own up to how utterly fucked this is." Yes, yes,
0: yes. Um, I mean, that's the way it works, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. Like, there's no there. There was no shame in the making of that. Like, no. yeah, no, nobody will find this offensive, right? Give us um, a no. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, what what I took away from it was just like. <laughs> It could all disappear, so, like, who cares? Like, write Mm. write what you want to write. And, like, don't have any pretensions about it. Like, I I wrote a lot of features I'm really proud of and I think a lot more serious reporting while Mm -hmm. I was at Polygon. But I feel like the writing I do at The Verge weirdly speaks more to who I am. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful to have essentially a blog where I can just speak like, right. that's a gift, man. Like, I, I think any, any writer would, like, kill for that opportunity. So whenever, like, even though I'm writing about a Star Wars trailer or a Zootopia documentary or who knows what, like, right. in every, every experience I have all day is an opportunity for me to actually share how I, how I really feel about it, not just, like, mm-hmm. is this good or bad? Right. Mm-hmm. The second I go right. into is this good or bad, it's like that's a wasted opportunity uh, and, yeah, and just so, not interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, go ahead. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Mic drop. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> it was such
1: a compelling ending that everybody thought it must continue. <laughs> so I, I, I completely brain farted on a thing that I was going to say, but uh, I I think that like – um what's interesting and i kind of remember now what's what's interesting is is obviously like you said that you you know you went from working in old school print media um at, you know at a newspaper to working in new school print media at a magazine and then even newer media um newer print media with starting polygon and now the verge um the 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 internet magazine is here today do you think that that is do you think that's the final frontier of journalism, or do you think that there may be something else in terms of how people consume the written word or how people consume uh, journalism outside of just television, aka or 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 video?
4: Um. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's like by no means the end. I like the way technology is moving and wait in the way we have to adjust with technology is at light speed now. Like mm, I mean, yeah. we have to change editorial strategy yearly like mm. hey, uh when I started at Polygon, people cared about the front page. And now nobody cares about the front page. Right. Right. And people right. cared there no about front like page. Right. Yeah, there there isn't. And then then people cared about long form and then people cared about like catchy kind of virally stuff and then it was like hey you know what don't even do any of this just just do videos and it was like actually just do uh facebook videos and like we're gonna move everything off platform it's not even gonna be on a website anymore right and and now like there's a lot of talk about like the blog is back we're gonna bring back basically what i i've been doing for the past year and a half that like this is the new thing and and as as these new platforms kind of exist. Things are going to change. Like, the thing that I look to is bots. Microsoft is betting big on the bot. Tech. I work at a tech website. I know what that means. Uh, yeah, it's a thing where, like, bots are going to be a huge part of our lives, very likely. What does what the hell does that mean? Like, right. what, what does it mean? Like, like. All, all we know about bots is that they're like racist and xenophobic. Like, yes. hey, Microsoft's yes. like little devil. Yeah, like, racist
0: her.
3: Well, they're
4: horrible. Uh, but like once once those are looped into our life, how does that work for journalism? Like, how useful will that be if if uh, a natural disaster happens and you can have bots that are able to check in with people and then report mm. back? I mean, they have that right. feature kind of on Facebook, but it could collect even more information, like. We're going to have these tools as journalists, I, I think, that are going to make data collecting much easier. They're going to they're give so many bigger opportunities and also allow us to communicate with people. And I think, weirdly, a more personal level, mm-hmm. uh, even though it, it's this impersonal robot, essentially, doing the communication. Like, I, I just think there's, it feels like every year something happens. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I should start thinking about that augmented reality, I should really start thinking about that Mm -hmm. that might be my job. And if I want to keep doing this, like I need to be on my toes. I mean, that, that is like my career is like, (laughs) it's just like always be ready to have everything change because it, it is literally the only way to survive in this industry.
0: I mean, you guys are, you guys are at the forefront, especially when it comes to tech, you guys are getting to touch things that we're all just like salivating over every day. How crazy is it to be in that kind of atmosphere as well? Like, you you know, you're you're getting to touch all the stuff that's like, okay, I may never be able to see any of this shit because it's so far out that none of us are going to be able to do it. Is that something that, you know, you talked about kind of being ready for it or looking forward to it. But are you wowed by some of the stuff right now that you're getting to, like, mess around with?
3: Uh no like, no,
4: it's all garbage like
3: here's here's the thing
4: about like about cutting edge technology it is like wicked garbage like it doesn't work at all it, it's like a proof of concept you're like yeah c- cool and they're like pretty great right and you're like uh yeah yeah it, it's great um so like how much money did you put into this but like it, it's all garbage but that's like that's what's so exciting about the moment right like we live we live, like, when, when people are figuring out, like, how to finally, like, wield steam, right? Like, they're oh, like, whoa. Right. Hey, right. do you ever think about wielding steam? Like, no, nah, I didn't think about that. And, like, do it. <laughs> it's pretty great. And then, like, like, half the people blow their arms off. <laughs> right. like, yeah, it, it's going to be great one day. We live, like, in the, in the blow your arms off period, except for instead of arms, it's, like, entire startups. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. and we get to watch that. But, like, whenever people... Like, I, I just think it's a great time to read about it largely because, like, you're getting more or less the same experience reading about it than mm-hmm. you are, like, seeing it. But HoloLens, I've, I've worn HoloLens a couple times. I'll tell you this. You're missing out on nothing at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, will be, it will be much more enjoyable if you experience this thing, uh, like, three generations from now right? versus, oh, like, seeing it now. Like, I, I, I tried the Oculus for three, four years ago when it was like right. the first thing. It was like, oh, cool, like a, a 2D, very low resolution display that I get to look through uh, a screen door at. Right. This is, <laughs> wowza. Like, I'm sure this will be great. But right now, this makes me want to like
1: vomit all over you. <laughs>
2: but you're vomiting in VR. Right, right. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so you No, no wow.
1: you're, you're, you're vomiting in reality. Like the vomit is real. What if you you, you had, like, somebody who just kind
4: of cleaned up after you? I I, I, I really think that VR companies should lease out, like, helpers. Like, maybe, like, Palmer should volunteer to, like, help every single person who buys an Oculus out. Just kind of, like, (laughs) we'll we'll make it so if you throw up, we'll clean up after you. Same with Vive. Like, Vive should come with a person who just, like, carries around that damn cord behind you. (laughs) Which to me is, like, still the most amazing thing that a company is, like, hey, you know what? We'll charge you $800 to blind you and deafen you and then tie a cord to you <laughs> that's right. connected and then, to a $1,500 computer.
3: Right. Give hey, me that you. money.
4: Right. And well, then everybody's oh. like, yeah, this
1: is great. So, oh, God. So because they cost so much, they should all come with their own personal Jerome. So, yes. Like, <laughs> bring, that's yeah. perfect. Yes. Yes. That,
3: that
4: won't go wrong at all let's add right. more technology to it right
1: yes all, that is the price
2: come. of a human being yes. as defined by cicero holmes yes and chris <laughs> thank you everyone no problem um, you know i'm here on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so 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 um so uh, chris one thing that i notice, and like you must have the patience of a saint for this is i see you in the comment sections of articles on the verge And I see you even (laughs) responding to people on Twitter if they're, you know, doing at replies about something that was on the site. Now, you know, I've never obviously been like an editor or something, so I've never seen the full onslaught of comments that you guys get. But I would assume that you get a fair amount of uh, trollish and negative comments. I know that The Verge had to, had to disable comments for like a little while during the Gamergate stuff and all that. Yeah, so yeah. Like, 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 like how how do you deal with comment kind of moderation and like what's your opinion? I I, I guess on like co- on like comment sections in general on sites. Like, do you think that are they still useful? Do they add value? Is is there a lot of investment for mod for upfront like modding and tools and that kind of stuff?
4: Um, I mean, I I love. Every commenter, and I've appreciated <laughs> every comment so ever received.
0: You said that with the most stone face. That was so good. That
4: yeah, was so no, good. they're they're all so nice, and they're all so insightful. And I leave each one a better man. Um, no, I I, I I I I mute and block liberally would be my response nice. for Twitter. I also just don't use Twitter that much anymore. I feel bad because I used to, and now people DM me, and I'm like, I get back in three days. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just don't anymore. because <laughs> yeah. it bums me out. Um, yeah, it, it's all it's it's a lot of it is like self-preservation. I, I if if anything is a remotely hot like tr- hostile, it's an instant block. So like mm-hmm. what you're probably not seeing is like the three people I block a day and the like thousands of people I blocked before that. Right wow. on. Uh, when I do respond, I mean, if it's not hate, like, if it's not, like, outwardly threatening, it can still be mean, I usually be like, thanks for your feedback, sincerely. <laughs> like, I try to be nice, right. and, like, that is maybe the cruelest thing you can ever do <laughs> right. to somebody who hates you. It
0: fucks with people so hard. Oh, my
4: gosh. Especially, yeah. like, people write me really, really mean emails, and I'll, like, uh-huh. respond to each point addressing it, I mean, like, yeah, I think <laughs> you really have a point, but this really hurt me, and, like... I know that this is probably gonna bug me for a few weeks, but I'm glad that you were able to get this out because I know how hard it is to have this built up inside you, oh, which is man. like true. Like right. I, I just like am very sincere, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is bad." Right. Like I'm a bad man. I'm um, a and I say human. man because it's only men. I, I have, I no joke. I actually, yeah. I, I didn't think about this until now. I have never had an email well, I say this now, but in, uh, a truly hostile email written to me by a woman. Mm-hmm. And I've had thousands. Uh, wow. So thousands that,
1: of hostile emails?
4: Thousands of hostile emails. Wow. When I, oh, my God. Yeah, when I, when, do you remember when that first image of Batman and Superman came out? Yes. Yeah. When, that was like a week or two into my tenure at The Verge, mm-hmm. and I wrote a post that was like, yo, I'm not feeling this. Like, why does Batman have, like, four guns on his car? This is dumb. Like, stop it. Stop this now. And people like, oh, my gosh. Everybody talked about how bad Batman and Superman fans were, like, in the past month. Oh, no, Uh I felt that for, like, a year. I don't know if you've ever heard of... Uh Frank Miller. Miller. Like he <laughs> wrote this, and there were guns, and it's like, oh, and they're like you. Uh, words that I will not use here. Uh, one that starts with C used regularly, and it's not Chris. Right. Um, it's can't. Yep, yep, it's that's it. Can't. You can't, can't. can't say I can't words like anymore. that. You can't face. Um, <laughs> it, I I I I mean, it was literally hundreds for for wow. that, and that doesn't even get into like the stuff that's like Gamergate related
0: yeah. or right, right. that shirt thing. The stuff so, that like,
1: people really care about. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know the important games. stuff. Right. Has that
0: has that like soured you on fandom? Like, I know a lot of people aren't really like hype on fandom anyway because fandom has gotten a really bad rap because really bad people are into fandom. But has fandom like been? Ter- like, is it just that bad now?
4: I, uh, I mean, it, fandom is like a bigger thing. I, I really like my readers that are not blocked. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're, for for as many as many very, people very as I blocked, like, there are twenty for every one bad one. There are twenty good ones. Sure, right. And like, I don't know, on that article today about the White Star Destroyer, yeah. No joke. You, if you haven't read the comments, you should. They're amazing because people are in there. These are smart people who like tech and science, and they're they're like parsing out how that star destroyer would go from white to a muddy gray. Sure. And they're like using real science on it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is this is great. Like, if this is what every comment section could be, that is fantastic. And I think. I get that when I do what my job is, which is to, again, not say good or bad. Good or bad mm-hmm. creates a binary, and people do not take well to binaries, no matter what you're saying. Right. But but right. when you make it like a, hey, I'm working through this thing, and like work through it with me, I think that mm-hmm. is what gets you those good comment sections.
0: Sure, huh. sure. Um,
4: but fandom, I don't know. It, my Honestly, my bigger problem is like, I I get really nauseous when I see uh, stores. Basically, <laughs> like like when I was at when I was at, the w- at WrestleMania, like I can't be in stores where like people are profiting off of people's love of something that isn't that actual thing. Huh? Like I get it. If you like, I, I you should buy whatever you want. But I often feel like uh, in the things I love from pro wrestling to video games to like comics i people are being manipulated and taken advantage of and i think to some part they want to own the things that they do and i think Mm -hmm. in another part it's just like you're victim to the brainwashing and Mm. and that's not your fault like that's the fault of like billion dollar corporations finding a way to like get you to buy something every like Multiple random crap. Like there was, I, I people at WrestleMania were like, are carrying like four Money in the Bank fake briefcases, <laughs> right. and like, and like, uh, they didn't just get like the Bootyos T-shirt, which, right, I'm right there. It's, I would, I'm, I'm all about that. But I'm they saying get like, I should, I should have asked you yeah, before. You they get the New Day like shirt. socks too, and like a New Day mask, and like all this other stuff, and it's like hey, they already got you for, like, $400 on these tickets and, like, right. $60 for the parking and the T-shirt, and they're, like, they're just milking the money out of you. And that that's when I get, like, depressed with fandom, more than, mm. like, comments or anything. Okay. I get depressed when I see, like, companies and and things like adventure time that's not like adventure time makes so much money off merch and it's like yo this is like a super sweet show so, right it's so good right. and like right. and you release like eight video games a year stop it like just make one good video game right. stop milking well, your good fans because you made a good tv show well
0: you know who doesn't do that chris the walking dead they are fine with that they don't have <laughs> any <true>. merch
4: <laughs> they they create and they treat their fans with respect <laughs> As if they're intellectual <laughs> equals. That's why I don't watch the show.
2: I know who I want in my zombie squad. Uh, <laughs> let's go.
4: The guy who will talk the zombies ear off. Right, right.
1: So, so you know, I love you like a commenter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is you 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 talk about all this stuff, and I have um, all but sworn off uh, movie trailers. This year, yeah. this was something I think, uh, you know, with uh, when The Force Awakens, when the hype of, for The Force Awakens kind of started, I I decided, you know, I had friends of mine that were reviewing the trailer as oh, yeah. if it were the movie. And then I was uh, I was just like, you know what, this is all all of this shit is dumb. So I'm not watching trailers except for, of course, um I just watched the new Star Wars Rogue war war One trailer. I just watched it once, though. I just watched it once, one time. Yeah. That was it. Um, but the thing, the thing is, like, I'm not watching anybody's trailers, but I'm still seeing everybody's movies. So, like, the brainwashing doesn't work on me because I'm already part of the converted. Like, what does that <laughs> right. say about me? <laughs> This
4: episode's going to end and you're going to watch that trailer like 8 times. Uh you, you know and that's, you, you know what the
1: funny thing is, Chris, I will not. I just be yeah. like, "Look, I'm going to go see the fucking movie. Why do I want to see parts of a thing that I'm already going to go and see?" Like if someone is going to make me this delicious meal and I already know that I'm going to eat the meal, I don't need a spoonful of it. Fuck it. I'm just going to eat the fucking food when it comes out
0: i've I've done that with the the uncharted four stuff that got dropped the other day i I've, I've because I'm so excited for that thing, I don't want mm. to to have any of it in my brain until I go and touch it and it's mine right Do you and, think I, maybe and i'm though, using go it'd be
4: good to enjoy that like maybe what if the game's not good maybe you can it may enjoy it right now. You can enjoy the fun. And oh, then when the, like, the game comes out, and you're see, like,
0: oh, yeah, it's Uncharted like But here's three. the thing, though. No. It's People hard to resist. People always fuck it up. People fuck it up, though, by, by over-hyping stuff or over-talking about stuff. And the, and that's the part now that I'm finding difficult with the Batman versus Superman stuff. I, I uh, listened to what the internet said and then tried to not have that mindset when I went into going to watch it, oh, yeah. and then came out of it with my own reasons to curse at the at the screen. Right? <laughs> huh? Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's better. I feel like that is a reasonable, manageable way to kind of kind of get that out of your system to like not do that part, because it made it sound ten times worse than it actually was, and it was bad. But anyway, but maybe that uh-huh. helped. Mm-hmm. Maybe it maybe it made it might have tempered my expectations, but also like you know. Nah, yeah,
2: I I, I I think it comes down to your personality. Like if you're the person that knows that it will significantly influence like your bias, then yeah, stay mm-hmm. away f- from the commentary. If you can separate it, um, you know, then go along with it. And for the record, I thought the movie was bad. <laughs>
0: um, we can all agree all here that Hello, the record. This right. is a terrible movie. This is on
2: the record, damn it. <laughs> um, but I did like. Well, I don't want to get into a whole discussion on that. But I did like Ben Affleck in the movie. But sure. I thought the movie itself was bad. The pacing, the dialogue. All right, what, well, what, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into a whole podcast on the failings of that movie. Affleck um, <laughs> you did no
0: wrong though. Right. I mean, flawless man. Saying.
2: Wait, wait, man. did wait, did did uh, you say Martha?
0: Right,
2: is that what you just said why'd you say that name I'm no, just saying right. okay. okay, if
0: that's the way to stop all beef I was uh, like I want that to be the code word that happens in the Middle East I want like the Israelis and the Palestinians, the Palestinians. to just meet in the middle and just say Martha and then the whole thing is just done right. That would be the best shit on the planet. Abraham? You descended from Abraham too? What?
4: Wow. (laughs) I descended from Abraham. Abraham. Wow. We have so much in common. I
2: I, I was so angry. Oh my God. We had beef over thousands of years Um, and now it's
0: gone. Right.
2: Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, um, (laughs) so, like, (laughs) so, so, um, (laughs) one of the many reasons that we really wanted you on the show, Chris, was because we feel like that, like the philosophy, <laughs> Right, like Judea humor, apparently.
3: I'm broken. I'm sorry. I'm broken. <laughs> 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 okay.
2: Okay. Um, so one of the main reasons that we wanted you on the show was because we feel like that the uh, philosophy of the verge and like a polygon is like very similar to like um, our show, like the longer form stuff and the stories and like really covering like the nuance, um, you know, of, of like the politics kind of behind like the story. So it's not just like a surface level thing, it's like a a, a deep dive. And that's something that like that like we always like to do here. And it's something that we definitely notice in like your work and the work of your colleagues. So like the question is like, you know, what sort of made that philosophy kind of appealing to you? Is it something that like you've always kind of done in like all your freelance work kind of like leading up to this and your UGO work um, or like is it, you know, is it something that, you know, is j- just like evolved over time?
4: Um, so I would say it goes back to high school. Like all things. <laughs> right. like all things. <laughs> I, I, I went to a high school in the in like outside Kansas City that had this weird program called IB. Have you ever heard of this? Hmm. It's yes. Yeah. International yeah. Baccalaureate program. Yep, yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's like the uh, AP program kind yeah, of. Yeah,
4: right? it's like AP, but usually like used by uh, international schools. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. English speaking schools, not in the states. <sighs> but for some reason, we had the program in in uh, Lisa, Missouri. Right. Why not? Uh, Makes sense. But like, what? it's called by a lot of people who go through it is like the international bullshit degree or the cocktail party degree, (laughs) (laughs) which is like a really negative way of saying what it actually is, is you're, you're tested on your ideas, not on your like memory so much. So one of the big uh, tests that you have for each section is like oral arguments where you actually like just need to be able to speak for 20 minutes And be able to pull, like, you'll literally walk into a room and they'll be like, cool, uh, here it is. You need to compare Sylvia Plath with Chinua Chebe. And Mm. it's like, Mm. go. Wow. (laughs)
3: Like,
4: find something and and be able to talk about it and, and convince us. And it doesn't have to be true. I mean, you have to be able to build an argument for it. And... And because that since it was an international school, you only in your first year study uh, anything in uh, North America. And then after that, they're like, bye. Like, (laughs) I'm going to read uh, Walsanka and uh, Ariyoshi and and great authors that are not American. And I'm like so appreciative of that because I grew up in Missouri. Right. Like I I went to Florida for vacation, maybe, <laughs> and like it gave me this view of the world that was uh, certainly more liberal than what I was accustomed to, but also like it made me take all these ideas from all over the place and throughout time and like bash them up against each other. And when you're a kid and you're like testing that out, you don't know anything else other than what you're reading at that time. So you start like being like, "Oh, cool! Uh, Aristotle's Poetics and like the tripartite structure." well, I'm playing Mario and, like, I'm going to put those two together and see what <laughs> happens. And, and you suddenly just start experimenting and saying a lot of pretentious things that aren't true. But, like, it, it just made it so that I literally cannot – I have trouble enjoying things without doing that, with like, mm. without finding another thing to grab onto and, like, hit it against it and see what happens. Mm. And I think, like – I've I've kind of carried that with me ever since. And there aren't a lot of places that let you do that. Like a lot of places, when you look at a game review, it's like, well, how does it compare to the other games? And it's like, well, they're all the same. You shoot people in the face. Like, come (laughs) on, there has to be something more interesting than how does this game that lets me shoot people compared to the other game that lets me shoot people. Like I'm, I'm going to shoot myself if I have to answer that again. And, and, yeah, I I mean that's what that's what I really like about both jobs I've had is like a day does not go by where I, I am not doing that uh, and and that that is what I like to do.
1: I can dig
0: that. It. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, and what we love to do is one of the new things, honestly, that I love to do <laughs> is uh, talk about our sponsor, our our, our brand new sponsor, Mac Weldon. Um, you know, so, so they pay us to say this part, it's better than anything that you're wearing right now. Mac Weldon is better than anything that you're wearing right now. Um, but, but it honestly is, it really, it really fucking is like, I, I, like I'm wearing their stuff right now and I don't want to go back to anything else. One of the most exciting parts of my day when I wake up in the morning is putting on my underwear like what i mean that's it, a video game in itself right like it's it, it's it seems like it's a crazy thing to say but it legitimately is because this stuff is so comfortable it feels so good i don't i honestly guys like this this part they're not paying me to say i love this shit
2: no 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 no. i i feel you man like i never thought i would like feel joy about like a t-shirt or an <laughs> undershirt
1: <laughs> Right.
2: Because I used to be like the type, like, you know, I want a T-shirt. Hey, I'm going to grab the the four-pack from Marshalls and <laughs> call it a day. But I got these Magwellen Weldon joints, and I'm like, yo, my chest is, like, real happy <laughs> yeah. the whole day. <laughs> yeah. Like, happier than the rest of my body. I mean my chest is like gloating to like my arms and my legs and stuff and I'm like yo what is going on? So um yeah I'm I'm really really feeling the um the uh, undershirts.
4: You want to know uh, the weird absolutely. thing is like What's is that? I can see y'all on Google Hangouts right now and when Here. I came on I saw you I was like I don't know there's something there's a glow. <laughs> We're in an ecstasy. Yes. yes. Where's it coming yes. from? And now it's it all makes sense. Yes.
1: It is, it's coming I, from my
0: chest, Chris. Right. That's where it's coming from. I mean, I, I have literally done the, the risky business slide into my living room. <laughs> At People can't see twice. it, but you're doing
4: it right now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the
0: neighbors downstairs, because I'm heavy, they know. But 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 as a person who, whose body resembles one of a Goomba from Mario Kart, I mean, from Mario Brothers it does make all my bits look real good in my stuff so yes. it, it it's, it's great so Mac Weldon has been really good for my self esteem actually sweet right. <laughs> i can't front it's right. been really nice to walk around in my drawers and not feel like a, like like an after shot in a before and after i mean a before shot right. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort and of and
1: you know and of course Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what kind of cotton they have. Like, you know, most people have Egyptian cotton and I don't know (laughs) what kind of stuff they got going on in there. What I do know is that it's antimicrobial and, and that if you do have any problems with the stuff that you order, um, they send a bag with it so that you can go ahead and send it right back. If the size doesn't fit, you can uh, get a new size, no questions to ask or get your money back. And um, if you like what you're hearing, guys, seriously, if you're a Bricago resident and you're a dude, um, even if you're not a dude and you like wearing men's underwear and under stuff, undergarments, socks, shirts, uh, underwear, doesn't matter, go to MacWeldon.com. put in the promo code SPAWN, S-P-A-W-N, get 20% off your, your order and enjoy some stuff. I'm telling you, it will change your life word uh, and, and since and since
0: we're changing lives minute by minute uh we're gonna jump into our ad break uh and then we're gonna come back with some more chris plant on episode 105 of the spawn of me podcast we'll be right back after this
2: allow me to introduce myself macedonia the name besot's the acronym for the website and the show you need to have within your podcatcher bin both sides of the surface Hip-hop, soul, funk, and electronic harmonics that are sonically rich in nutrients guaranteed to give your mind, body, and soul what it needs. All this from the poor man's podcast, that's a low-fine approach, but high-fine results. Radio B-Sots with Macedonia.
0: Digging our way through all of that aight in
1: order to bring you nothing but that
0: aw, damn! wwwb
1: Hey guys, this is Milton, host of the Slavily Gamer Podcast, where I talk all things gaming and nerdy, from anime to zombies and everything in between. You can find me on iTunes and SoundCloud at Slavily Gamer. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 105 of the Spawn on Me podcast. Uh, I am Stubby Stan. We are here with Sharif Jackson and Khalif Adams, and of course our crazy wonderful guest, Mr. Chris Plant. Um, you know, Chris was talking about all of his experiences uh before we before we left and uh you know, we it, it felt like we were in a time paradox of a, you know, a bygone era because it was so positive and and you know, people were so not cynical. Um it made me it reminded me of the game that is that is out right now that everyone is playing that um, a few of us have had the, a chance to play, or a couple of us have had a chance to play, and that is Remedies uh, Xbox and PC exclusive um, Quantum Break, um, the the video game hybrid uh, that everyone was anticipating. It's finally out, and and uh, and it's in everybody's hands. And uh, Reef, I know that you've gotten a chance to play it. What did what what have you thought so far?
2: Um, so I have, you know, sort of technical thoughts because I'm running it on PC. Sure. Um, and sort of story thoughts, even though I'm fairly early on. So technical thoughts. Um, this game is not well optimized.
1: <laughs> um,
2: it's not qu- <laughs> it's not quite Arkham Knight levels of craziness. Right. Um, but this game, so they list your recommended specs. Right. Um, I'm well within that range, but I basically... You know, I have to run it at you know sort of medium to high settings and a much lower resolution than I usually run it, which is 720p, um, just to get it at sort of my you know like 45 to 60 frames that I usually like to run my PC games at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it probably looks as now I haven't seen the Xbox One version in motion, but I feel like you know playing the PC one at 720. You know, not at the highest settings. It probably looks around the way the Xbox One version looks, now, which to me is kind of disappointing.
1: Yeah, so, you know, what's funny <clears throat> about this game is that they they were touting this game. This is the very first game that fell under the new umbrella of the Universal Windows uh, platform, the UWP Uh, where this was a Windows 10 game, you had to download it from the Windows store, and you were able to play this game, and you know, one of the really big talking points before the game release were the system requirements. You know, on the low end, you still needed a beefy machine, and then on the, you know, in the medium, it was kind of like the machine that that people who had high-end gaming rigs kind of had, and then on the high end, it was like two Oculuses. you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well,
2: well, I, 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 I didn't expect to max this game out, right? But I did expect to run it, you know, at 1080p with some decent settings, right? Well, my point and, is,
1: my point is, if you know, they set the they set the bar for themselves and for the people that were buying the game, super duper high. So, like, let's say for whatever reason you were a you know, hardcore Alan Wake fan, and you were all about Remedy, you loved Max Payne, you loved Alan Wake, you were all excited for this game, you wanted to play it on a PC, you saw their Ultra Settings recommendations, and you went out and spent another $1,700 on your, you know, your brand new PC to make sure that you could run this at max settings, and you can't do that.
2: Yeah, that's that's what Paris Lilly from uh Gamer Tag Radio was sharing. Right. He was he was like, "Yo, I have a 980 Ti." Right. You know, like in in like an i7 processor, um and like plenty of RAM and like he's, right has a slideshow some of the times yeah well that, so, i mean that's
1: that's karma for paris but for other people <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so so
2: so like, i think it's kind of unfortunate that um like it could be a driver issue with the with Shit. the with nvidia or like amd or it could be just the you know you know just the code itself but it definitely is not a smooth launch um but as far as this you know as the game itself right. yeah, i'm a little about. biased i'm a sucker for time travel stuff yeah um, I loved it in Bioshock Infinite. I love it in pretty much any game that it's in. Um, so I'm all about this story. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know what, like, happens. I didn't get to check out the first TV episode yet, okay. but I've heard that, like, those are, like, really well done, too. Um, you know, I've done a few of the combat Sequencing, you know, they're they're competent, you know, like they're not spectacular, like right. they're not, yeah, uh, you, you know, like, uh, but you know, it's like not like I'm missing people, like the aiming and shooting feels okay, right. um, but you know, but I'm I mean, the game still looks good, even though the settings are like low, it just doesn't look as good as I was hoping. <clears throat> Um, so, I mean, I'm optimistic that they will release a patch or NVIDIA will like release a patch to make this game run a little better on the specs that they laid out. Um, but, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to where the uh, story goes, really. So, so I'm, I'm optimistic on the story side. I'm a little worried on the technical side, though.
1: Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go around the horn. Um, I kind of know a little bit about Kali's feelings on this game. Um, this this game really hasn't moved the needle for you, has it, Ka?
0: I can't play it because uh, I don't have it.
1: Well, I mean, will you get it?
0: I'm gonna. It looks like a game that I'll get once it's on sale. Okay, that's that's basically my thoughts on the game. Right. Like, it looks like it's gonna be fun. It look I'm interested to see how they're going to weave in the, the story stuff with the television show sure. but for the most part from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing it's not something I'm going to go rush out and buy.
1: Okay. Well, and Chris, what about you? What what are your feelings on the game? Have you played it? Um where where are you on the spectrum? I tried. I'm I am one of those like
4: spoiled <laughs> jerks who put way too much money into a nice computer. Right. Uh and it should, it should be able to do this just fine. Right. And it is, like, full on slideshow. People said slideshow, and I was like, oh, it's, like, bad. Right. Like, oh, it's, like, slow. No, it's, like, actually a slideshow. Like, <laughs> random <laughs> frames are loading, like, three a second. Oh, my I it, it, it cannot be played unless I lower the settings, which is the same thing to do. But I'm not going to do that. Like, right. I this should work, right. and and I'm I'm like really torn on how I feel about it because is the game a technical achievement on the Xbox One? Absolutely. Like, right. mm. they figured out all sorts of crazy things to do with like resolution uprising and yada 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 yada. But at the end of the day, I Microsoft is making a big bet on this. In my opinion, I think transitioning the Xbox brand to PC. Right. And this is a horrible way to start it. Right. My C drive was overfilled because before this, I tried to download Gears of War, and it didn't. It, there was not enough room on my C drive, but it downloaded it anyway to an <laughs> invisible file that I could only find once I used my admin access, and then I could only delete when I like literally terminal coded admin access into it. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh like it, the Windows Store is a disaster. And right. then it took what like 8 hours for me to download this game, and then yeah. the game did not work, and it's like, okay, you've been hyping up DirectX, the new one, right. which has been garbage whenever I've tried to use it on Hitman or anything else. <laughs> so great. And here is a game that like you you theoretically have complete control of garbage. Uh, on a technical end, and Remedy, yo, you you like, were the kings of the demo scene in the right. 90s, like, mm-hmm. your, your background is in, like, performing actual magic with PCs, <laughs> like, actual real-life magic, and, and you, the game doesn't work on PC, like, shame, you're betraying your, your origin story, like, as if any of those people still work there, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I can tell you they don't. <laughs> like, most of them have gone, uh, but yeah, I mean that, that that to me was like the big bummer. Is like here it is a company that's like really hyping up its p- future with PC, working with a company that like I think was one of the most brilliant technical minds in PC gaming, mm-hmm. right. and then like release this that like not only is it utterly unambitious in terms of what it wants to do with PC, but it just doesn't even work.
1: Right. Right. Like
4: that—that oh. that to me is like, I, yeah. There's no way I—I I, I shouldn't let a technical thing get in the way of me like enjoying a game. But yeah, I'm gonna let a technical like, like. There are too many other great games. <laughs> I'm gonna go play Enter the Gungeon, yeah. right. which cost me like 14 bucks on sale, and right. was made by like what a one twentieth of the people, and I'm having a hell of a lot of fun. And you know what? Right. It works when I turn it on. Yeah, like big fan of that.
1: Yeah, and that, and you know, and all of that stuff is is. Absolutely, completely fair. And, and, you know, it's the thing that I applaud uh, Phil Spencer for is the fact that they are fully committing to this universal Windows platform, this this kind of evolutionary step in the way that people think about um, the Xbox as a platform, as a gaming platform versus how it marries itself to uh the Windows 10 store and PC gaming and and basically how they're they're essentially effectively the same thing um but it's got to work it's got to work on both ends and i'm playing it on the xbox um and uh from you know from my perspective it's a very good looking game there are a lot of technical things that are happening um, I don't think it's the greatest game that I've ever seen uh, on, on the console um, but you know again that you know a lot of that stuff is subjective I know that there are there have been times and, and you know just for the record uh, I'm a little bit further than Reef uh, I have finished the first act I have watched the first episode of the TV show um, I am ready to start the second act and that's where I am um, the 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 commercial is, or the the game itself is. Uh, there are a couple of weird animations, or, or the, the like. There's like some uncanny valley things that are happening um, with the face scannings, and and when they're interacting with different characters that I've that I've noticed, um, and that at certain points I feel like the controls are clumsy. But maybe it's the controller me. The person who's controlling the, the action. Wow. And, and not Wow,
2: and not. you're you're such a wordsmith.
1: Thank you. You
0: are the controller.
1: Yes, I am the controller. Yes. <laughs> How flattering. Yeah. Um yeah, I control. You look everything. like a you right, look yeah. like
0: a goddamn power glove. Right, right, exactly. No, I'm just playing.
1: Um no you're not. Um so but <laughs> 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 but but the but uh, you know, maybe it's me and and I've really gotta under start to understand what the mechanics are. No, but I just kind that, of... that is never the answer. Right. That, that, I, I assure you, y'all, y'all
4: have a video, like, you have a podcast that you talk about right. video games. Right. If, if the game can't communicate it to you, it is the game. Right. Like, <laughs> the controls are already so stupid yeah. and
3: overcomplex. So like, yeah.
4: No, it it is the game's fault. Yeah. <laughs> the game needs to get shit together.
1: I agree. So, so yeah. So, lots of times during during the first act, um, I, w- I will say that uh, I spent a lot of times just pushing the buttons that I needed to push, and hoping that things would happen as they were supposed to, and and seventy five percent of the time it did but but not 100% of the time and that was a little weird even though there are meters and the meters were full and the things still weren't happening so I don't know if I just didn't read the instructions right or if Chris is correct that the, the game wasn't the systems weren't necessarily built the correct way um, I will say this like Reef I love time travel stuff I love just to, to you know have my mind played with in that way um, there were lots of really cool things even right away in the first act where you're like, oh, so this person did this thing and at this point and this happened and all of this stuff and then you wind up having these conversations and, you know, when, when Chris actually jumped into our Hangout, Reef and I were having this discussion and he was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, but But the highlight of this, of this game, is the TV show. Uh and as you guys as you know, as anyone who's been following uh the the story of Quantum Break knows, uh you've got Aiden Gilliam who or whatever his last name is, Gillen, Aiden Gillen who plays Littlefinger on Game of Thrones and he was also on The Wire. Um you also have the black dude from fringe as i oh like to God, call I do him do not call him that he is he is uh uh commander boils from broils oh that from, man
0: from, that man's mama named him right. man, you were just gonna yeah. just let like the lance, black dude from the wire. he's, he's from from also lance on
1: the wire yeah yeah lance, yeah, lance reddick <laughs> who is also from the wire but oh my but God. His, his little <laughs> man, who can forget fringe thing. Here's a little thing you guys don't know about me. I've never seen a full season of The Wire. I've seen a couple of episodes. one one, one, there. It is disgraceful. I do know this. I haven't either. Right. You're both disgraceful. Yes. I do have HBO Go. I do plan on watching it. There's way too much content (laughs) out there. Blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) I know so much about race and politics in
4: Baltimore, guys. I watch The Wire. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm pretty much an expert. Right. Um... But, but, uh, yeah, but,
1: but, and and also stars, uh, Iceman from the X Men movies. Um, nice. who, is the, who is the twin Jesus. brother of Jimmy Olsen from the Smallville TV show. You are the worst, you are the uh, worst, awesome. are the worst version,
0: the worst version of IMDb I've ever seen in my life.
1: Um, but people, I bet you there are people like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Um. So, uh, yeah. So the scanning for them is very good. Yeah, the then, mocap is good. Yeah, the mocap, and the mocap, and the three D scanning is very, very good. The voice acting, um, from those actors is very good during the game. But then when you actually watch the episodes of the show, which are twenty four minutes long, you think that that's a really long time. But you wind up becoming very engrossed if uh, the first episode is any indication. I was more engrossed by what was happening on during the show than I was necessarily during the game um f- as as a complete package but watching the show made motivated wanted motivated me to want to continue to play the game because I wanted to see what happens in the next episode of the show That's what they want. Yes. So mm-hmm. um you know there've been lots of games that have tried to marry um, both the video game world and the television world into some type of cohesive unit. Uh, we, you know, we've talked defiance, uh, or you can, you know, think about defiance. You can think about the FMV, you know, terrible FMV stuff from the early 90s. Alan Wake too. There's some live, um, action. yeah, Alan, yeah, Alan Wake had yeah. some some live action bits. Um, but this game actually gets it right in a very very real way, um, and I'm I'm excited to see how it turns out. Cool, yeah. is it worth the seventy
2: five gigs of space? Well, <laughs> so yeah, and that that <laughs> is
1: actually something that is worth talking about. Um, Wait, did you say seventy five? Yes, you did say seventy five. Seventy
2: five in addition to the forty gig right. game.
1: So yes, <laughs> so the game is 40, 42 or forty three gigs to download, um, both on the console and on the PC. There is an additional seventy five gigs of just straight video. Um, which uh, you don't have is, to download that, right? You don't, no. you do not In have fact, to download you, it. Isn't that you like
4: only to. available because people were outraged that you couldn't download it and then they made it so you could download it and then people are outraged
1: by the size, right? So, like, I, <laughs> I don't know it's like the ultimate video get, game thing, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know that you can actually download it. On I think the on Xbox you on, can download right, it, but on, you can't on PC, right? So, on the Xbox, you can download it, it is 75 gigs um basically if you do not download it it streams directly to you i haven't downloaded it i streamed it if you have a fair enough internet connection which i do apparently it'll stream no problems which it did not you know it streamed perfectly fine for me i didn't even have any buffering it was great um there are uh other thing that you that you get to find out is that there are some choices that you can make during the game um, that will be reflected in the TV show. So there are lots of branching storylines and or scenes within each episode, and that actually contributes to the size of the files that that it is. Um, so... Uh yeah they they are a victim of their own success so this game sounds
0: mind. like it's bigger than all of the Panama Papers put together right it <laughs> might be it might be mm. nice oh my god um so uh, speaking of of bringing two things together that you wouldn't have thought would go together uh, look at you. <laughs> Thanks. Jesus. <laughs> Christ.
4: Thank you, Control One. I'm so controller. proud. <laughs> so proud.
3: If you were
0: a WWE wrestler, man, you'd be the Segway killer. Right. That would be your WWE <laughs> <to> wrestler. <laughs> 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 so I just me imagine a so man
4: actually driving on a Segway, interrupting me. <laughs> oh, matches. that would be great. He's a Segway that would killer. Be awesome. <laughs> He'll interrupt oh, you. Oh my God. The transitions will be
2: terrible. Oh my God. He's, he's jumping off hell in the cell on a Segway. Oh my
3: God. Hey, 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 y'all.
4: This segment is down for the count. Oh, oh,
0: oh man. That? Oh, my goodness. Like that? It's pretty good. Chris what is a out <laughs> Oh, Someone please hit me with a table right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mitomo is out. Uh, we. I know it's the thing that you've been all been waiting for—the highly anticipated yeah. MitoMo app. Yes, that Chris and I have now friends in. He came over and hang out with me in my in my virtual home. Oh no! And saw me in my uh my rerun outfit that I'm that I put on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you were very nice to me. You didn't say anything bad about my outfit. I really appreciate oh, that, Chris. It's nice. Uh, um, so I know that I've downloaded it. I know that Chris has it downloaded. Did, did and I know Reef downloaded it. See, did you download it yet? No, nah,
1: man, I don't download shit. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't if it's not on my Samsung seven edge oh, um, Christ. automatically, then uh, then I I you know, I don't download. I, I am downloading it right now.
0: Okay. All right. So, this, so is basically is, is, is rocking uh, uh, Samsung Gear VR and Ingress. That's all he's doing. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm losing I'm losing my mind because I'm trying to wrap my brain around what the fuck this is for, and I and I feel like uh, Reef as our Nintendo correspondent, I think you need to kind of let me know what your experiences have been. What have you found to be the things that you're using it for, if any, and share with the community what the hell this thing is about.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess the goal of it, it doesn't really have a clear goal. Like, it's sort of, it's like similar to a lot of these mobile apps where literally the goal is just to accessorize and accumulate friends and that kind of stuff. So it's not really a game per se, and I right. think that that's where a lot of the marketing... Um, well, they didn't market it as a game, but I feel like a lot of the journalism on it was, oh, like this is Nintendo's first first mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really them outsourcing this to a company, Dina, who makes these games all the time, <clears throat> um, and they license, you know, like the Miis out to them. Um, and it's really a game where, you know, you... Uh, you create a me um you know and and you do things like answer questions and that kind of stuff you earn points and you buy clothes you add friends and i mean that's it you know and you just rinse <laughs> like that's what it is you know and oh and and you and you rinse and repeat you know um um i will say that a couple of things really surprised me the one and i should have expected this since dina really is like building this It's probably the slickest Nintendo thing UI wise I've ever used. Um, Like things are snappy, like they're fast, and like part of that is the hardware too. But Mm. like, but but also just like the choices behind like the social media interaction, just like the speed that like you can go between things. Like there's some like there's some things where where to gain points it requires you to go on the e shops of the 3ds in the wii u mm-hmm. and when i went on those things i was like man like i really hope that for the nx that nintendo just says Hey Odina, uh
3: <laughs> build our damn
2: ui you know um yeah so so um so um th- that really surprising about it the other thing is nintendo was really taking a hands-off view when it comes to censorship on this thing. Really? I've seen people type in all kinds of crazy shit on this thing. Wait, really? And it's not just like sending dick pics over PictoChat <laughs> or whatever. Like uh, this is people like sending straight up F bombs and S bombs and B bombs and A bombs and all kinda of bombs in their in their answers. <laughs> which Will makes bombs? it hilarious. And, and um is it is it, especially because the app has like a pretty nifty text to voice kind of feature so it reads out all the comments right so so somebody writes a you know a particularly funny vulgar comment it'll read it out and it's just hilarious um so i think i don't know if they're like just getting a little looser with that but but um i really appreciate that like they're kind of saying like hey this is a new kind of media market that we don't know about um Dana, do your thing like we'll just put the branding on it um, and like I think it's really kind of helped, um, y- you know, because I think a lot of people were, you know, they were really worried that this would have like a typical like Nintendo kind of lockdown
0: uh, c- kind of approach to to uh, communication and stuff. You know. Chris Chris, have you have you had much time in the Mitomo world? What, what are some of your favorite highlights and what are your favorite inappropriate questions that the game has asked you so far?
4: I don't know. I I, I don't know what to do with it. So like I made an alternate fiction in which I had like opened my own <laughs> Sonic Drive In franchise. Oh my god And like every question I answered had to do with like how I was doing that day at Sonic Drive In. Oh, my uh, God. And then, like, just trying to sell people various, like, things and then giving the price. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out, like, what you do with the app. Like, if you give normal answers, it's, like, super boring. Right, I, right. Uh, so, I, 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 I'm, at a certain point, I just got really exhausted by it because it wouldn't uh-huh. stop. Like, <laughs> it just kept asking me questions. And I was like, I'm happy to play. Like, you've actually made me hate this joke. <laughs> like you you killed the fun of my dumb joke uh, by just it, it, this is like a great like way to I guess handle commenters to go full circle like just keep <laughs> asking them questions about why they hate you and eventually they'll be so exhausted that they'll go away. But like yeah, I find uh, <laughs> it super exhausting using the app and and not knowing what it what its purpose is. Yeah. At all, I I, I what I started doing that I kind of liked was using you can add your me to photos and when I went to Wrestlemania on Instagram I put like a version of my me and he was about like maybe two and a half feet tall and I kept him to that scale so everywhere it went it looked like there was a two and a half foot tall animated (laughs) version of me like we went to a place called Bucky's which is like this like hill folk giant mega gas station that has uh like the thousand beef jerkies i had him like his head is like at the level of the beef jerkies like l- with his hand reaching out for them and like i f- i find that very useful like that's a practical use of me Tomo. oh my god but uh, beyond think... that man i don't know like yeah it
0: really doesn't have... i i'm I mean... really
4: curious what the like life expectancy of this app is if it doesn't like have a purpose
0: I would love to go to to someone in Nintendo and say, "So, what's the end game like for Mitomo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be I grinding division
2: tech in uh, Metomo. Yeah. crafting. I mean,
0: I, I mean, I think the, my favorite part about this whole thing right now is because I didn't even know I didn't even know about that you can put your own like me in 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 real pictures and stuff because uh, I can't get through all the crazy amounts of questions that they keep asking me over and over and over again. But I think my favorite part was when I was creating my me was to make making my me sound like a robot that just had a tracheotomy. Oh nice! Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's like the worst version of robot voice that you can have. <laughs> super bassy. That sounds like you know they they fixed it up when I'm about to do my ABC special when <laughs> I'm in when I'm in the shadow and no one can see my face. Um, it's it's a it's a weird app. I don't really understand it. I'm I'm wishing that it feels like one of those things they like when people who don't know technology get it and they're like, all right, kids, come into the room and show me what this is supposed to do. I feel like that now. And oh, yeah. that's not. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and like, that's the thing is it's not really supposed to do anything. Um, <laughs> I think the main thing with, you know, things like this and like even, you know, full out games like animal crossing and like things like that is I feel like these things are best used if you literally use them for maybe like, five minutes a day you just check in Mm -hmm. answer some questions and you like some stuff and you bounce like it's not something that like i think some people like they get these and like they're like yo i gotta answer every question that pops up and i gotta you know talk to every single person on my list and like that's like i don't think that's really the strength of this i think it's really like get in get out you know and just do that
0: over a period of time yeah it was it was yeah I, I wish it was one of those things that was like vaporware that would once you got done with it, it like self-destructed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Mission
2: Impossible. Yeah, it just it's just like it's,
0: it, it senses that you're pissed off and the, you don't want to answer me goddamn questions. And you're like, this shit is gone. It just goes away. <laughs> anyway, uh, before we go away, we're gonna hit one more story for the week. Uh, it is a yeah. really cool feel-good story. Actually,
2: actually, I I do have one point on the on Mitomo. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, No matter what it does, though, I am very glad that Nintendo is finally exploring alternate revenue models. So are um,
3: shareholders. (laughs) Where they're actually getting money.
2: Um, Because, no, I I do think it's it's important, though, because, you know, like the Wii U lost them so much money. And while they're back on profitability now... You know, that's the one advantage that Microsoft and Sony will always have over Nintendo is that they get money from all these other sources outside of games. So, you know, like Nintendo is trying to get some other stuff going on so that, you know, they can afford to lose some money on stuff or, you know, or like, or or like make some riskier choices or maybe invest, um, you you know, in some deeper tech if they have money coming in from other things like
0: Amiibo and and Mitomo and stuff. So that's it. Cool cool um so to to, to end out the show we have a really cool feel-good story out of sony land in new jersey uh and uh, and
1: this story just uh just so we know came from a place uh, this little website called polygon maybe you've heard of it i haven't. <laughs>
2: <Nice>. <laughs> I love every commenter on there by the way just just, <laughs> yeah, they're just so nice. clear
0: nice um, so Peter Byrne out of South Amboy, New Jersey, uh, wrote into the folks at Sony and he has cerebral palsy. So he was saying to them that, you know, I have some issues trying to make kind of precise motions when it comes to twin stick controllers. And, you know, I think this is something you guys should take into consideration. And a gentleman by the name of Alex Nawabi, uh, who was an, who is an employee of Sony took some time out of his out of his day. And then basically made a controller that would help Peter play his games better. He said he put in about 10 hours to make a custom controller uh, and he shipped it to Peter. And it was one of the coolest things that 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 I heard in a long time as far as uh, fan, not fan service, but customer service to the next level. Uh, and that was something really cool to see, especially in the light of all the things that we talked about last week <laughs> as far as Nintendo and all the other <laughs> stuff that they've been doing. Um, so... You know, is this something where Sony gets kudos because they had a really dope employee and he was like the person who went above and beyond kind of having that conversation that we had last week about companies not necessarily treating their customer bases super, super well? uh, Do you feel like I'll start this off with C. Do you feel like this is one of those stories that will give people some kind of extra feelings towards Sony or extra feelings towards uh, uh, the PlayStation brand?
1: I mean, so the obvious answer is yes. Uh huh. But fuck that, because I'm not going to say yes. Um, <laughs> like, the, I mean, the thing about this this is this is great for this dude. Like, it's it's great for uh, Peter Byrne, right? Excuse me. Obviously, CP is is really difficult. It makes it very difficult, especially if. The things that you enjoy, um, you have to use your hands to do. Uh, like, I, I talk with my hands. And if I couldn't talk with my hands, I would want somebody to help me talk with my hands. And, and you know, and that's the thing. Like, Peter Byrne, first off, where the hell is South Amboy? I've heard of Perth Amboy in New Jersey. Where is South Amboy? It's in
2: South Jersey, man.
1: Yeah, what the hell has right. that got to do with it, the goddamn it, <laughs> story? It ain't got nothing Don't to go do messing with Jersey. I just you to know. Like,
4: look, you're trying to you fold Donald Trump. Like, right, exactly.
1: And, yeah,
3: and
4: then another,
0: right.
1: right, right. another thing. Where is this city? My hands are huge.
0: What? I do really well in South Amboy. Right. Right. South Amboy, right. I do really yeah. good with the South Amboyans. So, so,
1: you know, they're losers down there. Oh wow but 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 the thing the thing is the thing <laughs> is that I'm sure that Peter Byrne isn't the only video game lover or p s four owner with cerebral palsy oh of or, course so. or or so so i mean it's it's one thing to go out and make this. my question is how long before? this controller is marketed to that niche market and and that's that's where i am on this um and i don't know if i'm really huh. right there on that one i just kind of am but i'm you know this is like the clickbait commentary um of the spawn on me show brought to you by the black republican yeah i was about to say i, I, was, <laughs> I was i was i was like that's
3: like
2: the like you took this feel good story and just right. just unfeel good to this. Yep, yep. I took um, the feelings
1: right out of it. Come but, um, and make yeah, me no, feel I, good. I,
2: I don't, yeah, I don't see this as a, so, I don't think this is Sony. I, I put this on this one dude. Now, he might have probably had to get approval from somebody yeah, to spend yeah, 10 yeah. hours. Now, like, I don't know <laughs> <Not> if like <laughs> this was, well, like, I don't know if like this was like his personal time or work time, but I don't think this necessarily translates to Sony marketing a controller I I I would really be surprised, but I think it's just a good story about a dude that said, yo, like I'm gonna help this dude out.
1: See, and that's the thing. Like, I don't I now this part this part is is completely a shoot. This is not, you know, using a wrestling term. This is this is completely me saying this. This is not for for laughs. Um, but I don't think that this dude was like they were like, Hey, Alex. You've got to, you know, put the buttons on these controllers. And he was like, fuck y'all. I'm going to make this, you know, I'm going to make this CP controller for this dude who wrote this letter. I completely believe. And, and I don't think that he was going home. And playing montage music and building this controller with like a hard hat on, and you know, and he's sitting there sanding the shit down and doing all this other stuff. I, hold on, I, wait, right, wait, right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, wait, wait, because I'm gonna pull this back from the cynical fucking. <laughs> I Grand know. I'm like, wow, sweet Jesus, I, Chris, I, I, Chris. Hold well, on, wait, 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 wait no, let, let him
4: finish. I, I want to see where yeah, we go from the montage. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know where this goes. This is the Jim Carter of conversations. Go ahead.
1: I just I really honestly believe that what happened with this was that people saw this letter that Alex was the guy who had an idea for how to fix how to make a controller work. And then they gave him the the resources to dedicate a certain amount of time to go ahead and do it. And that's and that's what happened. Like this was completely sanctioned by Sony. Or, or, you know, by Sony meaning his bosses, whomever, whomever it was, and then they went ahead and and built this and built this controller for this guy because they knew that, um, oh, you know, it's it's a good thing to do, but also, hey, you know what? Somebody's probably going to pay attention to that, and and that'll be cool. Here, oh here's God, what I will say. So
4: cool. uh, I guarantee you is the former in zero of the latter. Uh, and I, I will say that as somebody who uh, has worked with some of the people that would be involved in such a decision, and I I would bet every dollar in my bank account <laughs> that it was like a dude read the letter and was like, hey, this is something I can do. Maybe, right. maybe he asked his boss, and they were like, sure. Yeah. I the right. the like the PR win here is so small, so yep. small. Right. Like, who's really gonna see this? Like, uh, people who are who read video game sites, and mm. then happen to be reading it that one day, right. and then on top of that, like, those are probably the hardcore people who already have like made their decision about yeah, Sony or Kotaku, and these are people who like are going to click a story that isn't like. How to get all the souls and dark souls. Right. It's like you you have really narrowed this down. I I, I don't think anyone at Sony's like, Oh man, we gotta get those sweet those sweet eyeballs. Those, those are those the people right. who are gonna go out and buy the new Sony PS four point five. Uh yeah, I I I, 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 I yeah, I, I definitely think it was like one person felt compelled for whatever reason that they should like not suck. <laughs> and, and do yeah. a good thing. I, 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 th- I think that. I was think just quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll, I'll add this really quickly to to kind of bookend this whole <laughs> roller coaster ride of happy and cynical, sweet Jesus. Is <laughs> is that you know we have we have a lot of folks in the in our community and in the gaming community who um, who do have issues with. The way that controllers are made, right. you see that you, we wouldn't have had the the group of able gamers if this was if this wasn't the case, and right. they do phenomenal work. I think that even though, like like Chris said, this wasn't like some top down like, "Hey kid, go do that thing." We'll get this PR bump. PR bump. It does show, and and weirdly through proxy, does give Sony at least from some people's perspective uh like wow you guys hire some nice hearted some good hearted yes, people exactly this is awesome that's cool that you would do such a thing alex who who who's out there making making controllers for people um i do think it would bring up the kind of conversation in in the the um ableism uh community where people would say this may be a thing that, hey, why don't you market these things to us? If there's a way that you could mass produce these, that would be pretty dope for us. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would happen, but I think it does bring up a secondary conversation that would be fun to have and could be good for the for the greater community. Because we see it all the time where uh, some folks are kind of still on the outsides looking in as far as being able to play games that, in, in the ways that they want with controllers that work with their disabilities. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think you know. Shout out to Alex, that's pretty dope. I think that that's kind of the the, the best story we've I've heard in a while. Yeah, um, it's a great and, and story. shout out and shout out to Peter for for like voicing his voicing his needs to a company that usually you would think you know any big conglomerate would say get the hell out of here, kid. We don't want to hear it. So. You know, to end on a nice note, uh, C- yeah. Cicero, Cicero, oh, an anti Cicero, you know what? <laughs> I w- uh, yeah, you, I want you to run up the goddamn uh, Philly steps and fall. Right. That's what I-, <laughs> I mean. That's
1: probably exactly what would happen. Oh, uh, here, here, you know what? So you guys can laugh at me. So, one time I used to uh, work. In Grand Central or not in Grand Central, but right above Grand Central. And I would come in from Penn Station every day. And so that trip would take me from Penn Station to Times Square to Grand Central. And I would run up the stairs from uh, Times Square to get to the shuttle to go to uh, Penn Station or to Grand Central. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. ran up those stairs one day during rush hour, taking them two at a time. And I missed the last step.
0: And Ooh. and
1: face all the way back right on the platform oh, okay. in Times Square at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so fantastic. there were a few people there.
0: Um I mean, but look yeah. if you didn't if you didn't get any division tech when you fell, it doesn't make a yeah, difference. Well, yeah, you well, know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nobody. I can. lost
1: a lot of XP. <laughs> Let
2: me just like <laughs> you, you. So you dropped the dark zone key. Yeah, so okay, God. All right, right, all right, right like, oh, all
1: man. right, all right, all right. Calm
0: it down, calm it oh. down, kids. So, so we definitely want to. We definitely want to say thank you to everyone listening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Chris, uh, on this episode. Did you have fun? Did you have did you have a good time?
4: No, it was okay. No, I had yeah. a lot of fun. It. <laughs> it was real good. I liked it.
3: That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. If you do want people to follow your work and not follow you on Twitter because you won't check it for three days, <laughs> no, they're following me there. Where would people? <laughs> <laughs> where would people uh, go yeah 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 talk to me there out?
4: yeah i'll definitely read your stuff uh and you can follow me on twitter at plant <laughs> and you can see me on the com. if you go there you scroll down there's a little section called tldr and like you'll definitely see my stuff there uh <laughs> and then maybe you'll see my stuff elsewhere on that site or I don't know. Oh, you know what? You can you can listen to me on a podcast that isn't this podcast. It is a lesser yes. podcast. A oh. substantially less interest. If you're in the market for like, you're like, man, I really like this podcast I'm listening to right now. But what if I could listen to that asshole who's on just this episode <laughs> and doesn't do as good of a job? What would that be? It's called What's Tech? And it's on iTunes. And you should subscribe to it. And you don't even need to listen to it; just download it. That that counts as a as a listen. <laughs> so, like, great.
0: Absolutely, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's really funny because it's so true. <laughs> it's
2: yeah, so true. I, just, just yeah, give me that star, I, I, five I, stars. Yeah, uh-huh. I I I would recommend any episode with uh, Lauren Grush on it. Now, like, I'm yes. a science oh, nerd, yeah. but any episode where she's explaining rockets or space colonization or Alien Life, like, it's really good episodes of West Tech. I would definitely recommend those. Listen to any of those episodes
4: because we talk about the movie AI, like, in each one of them. And it is kind of like an ongoing meta episode about the film AI that, uh, I mean, there's a lot of debate about how that movie ends. Online, there's not because Steven Spielberg says how it ends.
3: (laughs) But on our show...
4: There's there's an extensive debate. Oh, I, I have I have one more thing. Can I plug one more thing? Of course, yeah. of course. So I, I have I have a, another podcast. Oh, oh shit Ooh. it's called West Wing History Class, and I Ooh. do it with my, my friend Russ Frustick who also co-founded Polygon. Yes, uh, and I he loved West Wing, and he was like, "Hey, I want to do a West Wing podcast," and I'm like, "Cool, I've never watched that show," and he's like, "Great, <laughs> that'll be fun." So we did a West Wing <laughs> podcast, and then like six episodes in, Josh Molina, who was on the West Wing, mm-hmm. launched his own because he was scared because we were doing too good of a job. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. my feeling. But if you want to listen to the West Wing pod, like, if, you, if you're like, I like the West Wing, but also it's kind of racist or like <laughs> close, um, and it's largely just old white people telling women and minorities what they're allowed to feel listen to the podcast because <laughs> I could really use you because a lot of people get really mad and they tell me like to get my liberal politics out of, out of this show. Right.
0: Wait, out of you, out of the West. Out <laughs> of yeah. The- yeah. That's what's get amazing. Your politics it's like, out of the you know, West wing.
4: The show is about liberalism, except right. for it's not because they are like straight up Hawks. We're on, we're on a spree <laughs> right now. We're like for the fourth episode in a row. It's like, Oh, Hello Latino judge. I understand that you <laughs> don't feel represented, but what if you shut up because you're making it hard for us? And he's like, "Great point. I will do that." <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and then the episode ends. Like it's watching this show now is like, "Oh man, it's a gift. It's a gift in like how crazy it is."
2: Yeah, oh, I've I've, I've actually never seen like the West Wing either, so I'm, I'm, I might uh, j- join up you, on the show and watch it. The,
4: the characters are nice; they do terrible things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! Oh, yeah, I, 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 that that makes me want to watch. Yeah, to I'm.
2: This. I'm also hoping, and this probably won't happen, but uh, end of last year, you guys pulled a Beyonce, dropped a surprise episode of The Besties, the. Polygon podcast, oh, which yeah. was from people that barely work at, at Polygon anymore, um, <laughs> but it was awesome. So I'm hoping that you guys just will form like Voltron, randomly drop besties episodes.
4: Our once a year Keep. podcast, yeah, you can you can look once forward to year. that uh, once a year. If, if, if you're looking for a really low commitment, I do also have that show.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to this plant
4: uh, once a year. You know what, De- I, I December 2016. The, you know, Griffin lives like, you can't see where I'm pointing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just describe it. My finger is pointing. Uh, I, lo- I love McElroy, man. Yeah. I love him. He lives like I four houses him. down from me.
0: We have I wanna, besties I wanna, every I night. I want to have a drink with both of you at some point. That's, that would be fucking All you have to hilarious.
4: do is come down to Austin, Texas, where it's a billion degrees. I'm going to
0: be down there, actually, in uh, next weekend. So huh.
4: Sweet. Why, why did you not tell
0: me this? Cause Cause I I forgot forgot. This
4: off the episode <laughs> I, I realized we're getting <laughs> into the weird like oh cool uh, so uh, where are we going to hang out uh, uh, but none of you listeners right. <laughs> <laughs> where even is your town on the show. just a this is even of there this is, this,
0: is, this is fucking south Check like that. Right. <laughs> yeah I'll be down, I'll be down there for a work conference for like a day nice. I'll be there from Friday Friday Saturday and then it out Sunday but anyway Anywho, see, can you drop the social media business for the people at home, please?
1: Uh, social media business is as follows. First and foremost, we want to thank again our great sponsor, Mac Weldon. Uh, go to macweldon.com, get the best hoseries and undergarments you've ever had in your life, guaranteed at MacWeldon.com/slash. Uh, go to use the promo code Spawn S P A W N get twenty percent off. Um, and then after you're done doing that, go to Twitter and follow the show at Spawn on Me. Go to Twitter, follow our great captain. He is at Kajakins and, um, Sharif Jackson is at Sharif Jackson on all social media platforms. And me, the fumbler, bumbler, stumbler, non-geographical, knowing person of words. I am at Stubby Stan. Uh, Check out our show on iTunes and NPR One and Player FM and whatever your favorite pie catcher is. Make sure you rate and review it. Um, Tell your friends. Let them know uh, what an asshole I am. And then um, <laughs> go to, go to our, our website, SpawnOn.me. Check out all our shows, our past episodes, um, and uh, you can hear all sorts of great things. Uh, leave us money so that I can get some type of training, some etiquette training. Uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com SpawnOn.me, and uh, leave us a message, speakpipe.com SpawnOn.me. I love you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah uh-huh I'm a, yeah west, I'm west wing the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely want to again reiterate thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us yes. on patreon we really really do appreciate it it makes the show run it gets us to conferences it gets us to all the places where we can go and say terrible things to you in person so yes. that makes it really really <laughs> awesome Um uh, we will be back next week with episode 106 everyone thank you so much for listening this week and every week and we will say peace Peace. Bye. bye